The following podcast contains corporate hypocrisy, small town values, and Christmas cheer. Okay, um, hard-hitting question for you guys. Um, if you had to put together a, a a heist, like you had to rob a bank with just Christmas characters mm-hmm. on your team, yeah. who you got? You get three. You get three Christmas movie characters. Who's on your heist team? I know mine. I'm going to pick first. He's going to be the star of the show, Kevin from Home Alone. The mastermind. The mastermind. Yeah. He knows Pulling the, the plan. Yep. Absolutely. Number two is Martha May Hoover. From the 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 live action Grinch, <laughs> uh, the mayor's wife yeah. has a thing for the Grinch. The distraction. Number three <laughs> is um, Olive O L I V E, the other reindeer. Olive, comma. The other <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> uh, she's a dog, but she thinks she's a reindeer. Really? And she's have she's the seen, underdog. Have you never seen this movie? I've never even heard. It's of this really movie. a cute movie. It's an old one. It's like what? Uh, I, I don't like even know when it was. I was gonna say yeah. like early two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she would. She's the underdog, but she ends literally. up <laughs> uh, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm she so ends sorry. up right. carrying through. So. Yeah. She would be kind of who's executing the heist. Gotcha. She's she's the getaway driver, right? Okay, I got my my number one draft pick is uh, the ghost from Polar Express, <laughs> the guy that rides on top of the train. You mean the hobo ghost? <laughs> the hobo ghost, um, because he can like phase through walls, man. That's like he true. can he can like disappear. <laughs> he can turn into like a flurry of snow and like right. actually like go and like he can get into the vault. He's like the vault technician. Yeah, but can he hold anything? Can he hold the gold? He can physical. He can materialize. Okay. Like he has, like right. he can make fire. He's, right. He has a fire, a whole campfire. I thought that fire. was like a ghost fire. No, he has a campfire on top of the train. Okay. Um, <laughs> my next, my next pick is uh, Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> my my all great pick. My all time favorite Christmas movie character, hands down. Um, just because he's he's my demolitions expert. He's got he's got all the all the know how. He's got the he's got the ice picks. He's got he's got a gun. Right. Dude's gonna hold up the he's gonna right. hold up the. Play while yeah. everybody completes the task. he's seen some shit in the yeah. mines. He's, yeah, for <laughs> real. And then um, my last draft pick is um, Frosty the Snowman. He is my distraction because Iconic. I do think he has a history. He has a track record of keeping the police on watch. Like he, 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 he gets, he's walking around the streets. He's keeping the city streets. Like he's right. causing traffic. He's generating right. a distraction. Right. He's my pick for yeah. that spot on my team. Is this Frosty pre-family? This is Frosty's Christmas in July. Anyone no, seen it here? No, it's he like it's after that. He's like, we need you for a job. He's like, I can't. I have a family. Right. Like, <laughs> Frosty, you're coming out of retirement. Yeah. Oh, not you a You want to send your kids to college, don't you? Somewhere nice and cold. <laughs> <laughs> Owen, let, Owen, let's hear it. Uh, um, well, obviously, the guy in charge, the guy who gets shit done, who plans it, is Bernard the Elf from, from yes. the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Good pick. Good also, pick. like, I guess somehow, like just drop kicked a lot of people into puberty somehow. I've heard this from so many different <laughs> people. There's like, yeah, my first crush was Bernard the Elf. What? Yeah. Oh, like, wow. People. Okay. So wow. he's like, he's got a strong mind and a, I guess, you know, just distraction too. Like that's a, that's a two for one right there. Yeah. Um, demolitions. I'm going with heat miser. <laughs> he could just melt. <laughs> Excellent. <bomb>. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Shoots energy waves. Yeah. Oh man. What was my third one? Oh yeah, the the Muppet Ghost of Christmas Past. <laughs> Who is that I love that. It, it's just like a random girl Muppet, oh, like okay. a one and done. But that's time travel, baby. Random. Oh wow. Yeah. Like you want to go rob banks in the old west? 
She's your girl. She's, yeah. Yeah. Any oh, point in history, okay. any Christmas, like Christmas heist mm-hmm. through time. And if you were if you were robbing banks before like cameras were invented, you're golden. You're oh, yeah. Yeah. You know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Good stuff. So that's my team. All right. Well, okay. the Christmas heist. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Welcome back, fellas. Uh, episode five, right? Yeah, episode yeah, five. Episode five. Yeah. Merry Christmas! Merry welcome Christmas. to the yeah. welcome to the Christmas yeah. episode. Uh-huh. Uh, my name is John Austin, and I'm Ho Ho Owen. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the Christmas spirit, and we are uh, we're tackling a bunch of things today, mostly in the realm of Hallmark movies because we've been talking right. about it forever. Yeah, right. This Since the been, first one, it's been I a think. long time coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, we have a lot to say, but I'd, I'd love to open it up to Austin because this is his most, this is his passion project. This is his baby. This is my, yeah, this is my baby. We've discussed this since we started this podcast. Absolutely. And it was kind of always on our radar. And here is, it, it's finally We hope here. we deliver. We've been setting a really high. I know. High true. Yeah. Set true. The bar true. A yeah. High. Yeah. yeah. So our first podcast was Lifetime. Yeah. Was it, it was. not? Yeah. Lifetime and Hallmark are like cousins. Lifetime is the gory, violent, um, psychologically damaged Hallmark cousin. (laughs) Hallmark movies are wholesome and happy, and you know the entirety of the plot. From the beginning, you know the the end. Oh, yeah. You know, whereas in Lifetime, we didn't know what was coming. There were just every twist you could think of occurred. So here we are now talking about Hallmark. And what are they known for? Christmas movies. That's what they, I think, 40 in this year alone. Oh, it's a ridiculous amount of Hallmark movies per year. Yeah. it's No, it's really insane and um, growing exponentially. I mean, 38 last year, 40 this year. Next year, I bet they're going to, I'm thinking 50. It's like, I'm thinking 50. <laughs> what's our quota? <laughs> right. 25 days of Christmas. Ha, do more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's the other thing. And so they're. Hallmark and then Freeform are sort of, they're not in competition, but a little bit um, because Freeform has the 25 Days of yeah, Christmas. Yeah, but that's like reruns of stuff you know. Like Hallmark's right. like, we're going to take these items and repackage it in something new. Right, right. And also, this is more of a recent development, too. I think Hallmark movies just as a whole have really swung up in terms of their trending value recently. Like yeah, it's it's a, yeah, absolutely. Years, it's a recent yeah, development, yeah. I think at least from like the 2010s, I want to say. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. it's a it's a hallmark of this decade that uh, there's so many boom, hallmark movies. Um, and I like if you if you look if you just look like there hasn't been any like big release Christmas movie. Right. Like the last one I can think of if I really try to stretch the definition would probably be like Fred Claus Polar Express. Which Probably. comes from yeah around the yeah. same time around period. the same time yeah. like late two thousands yeah like late two thousand mid two thousand like two thousand four yeah Frank Claus was like two thousand seven yeah. or something um, and then like twenty tens you get like maybe like one or two like like a studio will just kind of let out like a silent fart right. of a <laughs> Christmas movie yeah that you know? totally flops yeah now we have the TV yeah that's what's replaced why, it. why put money into like marketing this movie that's only going to be valuable for like a month right when you could just pump out 30 a year that you could just <laughs> sit on your couch and watch is like right and you could trace it back to like avatar being released because around that time they started just dropping the biggest movies the of the year movies. around christmas yeah, like right. avatar came out and i think like the month before that did disney's um christmas carol with jim carrey came out and, where, it bombed. Yeah. It bombed. <laughs> and then every subsequent year like Avatar happened, and then December was like the Hobbit movies, and then that was like 2012, 13, 14, and then every year since then, it's Star been Wars, Star Wars, yep. Star mm-hmm. like big, right. like big name, big franchise, big, big yeah. fantasy franchise, and it was like 
there's just no point in releasing those Christmas movies anymore. There are so many small Christmas movies that just massively flop and they're just shit and they're in the theaters, but they're awful. Yeah. yeah. And I think that directors or film or TV in general is seeing the value of let's put that on TV. Yeah. Let's not so there's definitely, spend like, the money at the box office. This, let's put it on TV. The shift to like not ha- having like fantasy instead of like Christmas, explicitly Christmas movies right. left this like vacuum, this Christmas yeah, power. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Christmas yeah. Yeah. Power yeah. Back, you know? And then just like Hallmark's like, there's a, mar- there's still a market here that you're ignoring. Yeah. We're going to just take it there. People like are aching for like right. Christmas stuff. We're just going to like overload it. And mm-hmm. not just any Christmas stuff. Your mo the most stereotypical Christmas stuff you could ever think of. Yeah. Oh, the same that- exact tropes over and over and over. Right. For yeah. every film. And yeah. that's, People, maybe, I don't know, maybe the directors and whoever are seeing, we want, people want that when they think yeah. of Christmas. And a lot of, like, the big, when I was, like, looking up, like, movies, Christmas movies of this decade, a lot of the Christmas movies, like, are some kind of, like, juxtaposition with another genre, or, like, Christmas just a backdrop for, like, to to highlight how the absurdity of the plot. Like, Seth Rogen did a Christmas movie, and it's like, oh, the joke is, like, it's Christmas, but, like, Seth Rogen's, like, smoking weed with his buddies. Yeah, or, like, yeah, Krampus, yeah, yeah. Or it's, like... It's a, a horror, Christmas movie, a but it's horror. Movie. Like right. all of them are like, Chris is the backdrop, but there's fuckery, like office Christmas party. Yeah, like it just yeah. they're just like the Christmas setting, but like their other aunt. It's not about Christmas. You know, we have to mention too that Hallmark isn't only around at Christmas time; they're around all year all long. Year. Yeah, and, and 40... we know, and we know that Austin is watching it the rest of the <laughs> yeah. seasons. Too. Let me tell you, for Austin, there's only one season. That's Hallmark. Hallmark season. Hallmark season. <laughs> Spring fever. Fall harvest. The summer. What is? Let's the not forget um, summer, summer nights. Summer oh, nights. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's a pretty good overview of just the channel as a whole. Um, Who do you think is more busy during December, Santa or Hallmark? <laughs> I don't, I, I'm pretty sure. Or that Santa for Hallmark. <laughs> Santa's working for Hallmark. Yeah. Now, thinking about like the channel as a whole, thinking about Hallmark um, broad scale, I think if you were to hone in on kind of like the recurring items or whatever, in every Hallmark movie, you're inevitably going to run into evil corporate practices <laughs> like, oh, you will. like really big business being like the antagonist um you're in gonna, the form of a character in the form of a character usually it's the the guy who right. is working on christmas i don't right. have time for family right. <laughs> yeah and he needs to soften up um you've also got love interests with just no flaws whatsoever no. i mean they're no. they're incapable no. of doing any wrong and if they do it's because of a misunderstanding yep right it's always like sorry i couldn't show up to our date i was taking care of my ailing daughter yeah she's terminal sorry it's like it's too, it's too scared to make yeah. the main character is screwed or a grinch yeah right that character's exactly. always relegated to like mm-hmm. an antagonist yep. right um big on tradition huge on tradition i should yeah, say massive, traditions right. are traditions that's why they're called traditions right that was yeah. like right. almost a line verbatim from one yeah. of the movies we watched <laughs> um i mean personally i think that the best example of like <laughs> all these recurring bits is perfectly modeled in the movie that we all watched as a as a group the uh the boys watched a movie a little a little movie called small town christmas absolutely and this was just the most flat out ridiculous hallmark movie i've ever seen in my life because it is so <laughs> stereotypical yeah on cliche all of those. with a capital c no different than anything let's, else well, let's yeah. go into the plot a little bit so we have an author right she's a she is a big name author big name author big yep. city author uh, she, you know, she has an assistant, everything, or a publicist, something like an that. An agent. Agent. Something on that some idea. Yep. Agent, yeah. Yep, yeah. Then um, Emmett. we have there's, Emmett. There's talk of an ex. Emmett. And Who her, wants to go into Emmett? Uh, his whole shtick is that he's um, he's back where she grew up or something. He, yeah, she, he's yeah. in his he's, hometown. He, he's from the hometown. He's like 
the ideal traditional Christmas protagonist. Right. He's, he's like the... smartphones. Never heard of them. Right. I own a bookstore. <laughs> like, he's never been yeah. outside of his small town either, except for the one time that he did leave was because he, he worked a... in the city and like it shows that he rejected it. He's yeah. like, right. No. He, he worked with her. He, he, he shows the small town life. He yeah. went. He was with her, and they were writers together for their right. big publication. And um, he gave up that life to go back and work at his small town. She then wrote a book about his small town, basically saying, this is the ideal Christmas destination. This is the epitome of all things small and and adorable about Christmas. And then she blew up as an author and he was kind of stuck in his like small town roots because he didn't want to he went back home he didn't want to have his career take off with her. Um, So they were kind of together like will they won't they Um, they ultimately she wanted to date him but he disappeared yeah right. ghost hunter and he has his own things going on he so you know unmarried but he has custody of his niece because right. his yeah but the, the she girls did, the, the, the author he doesn't know that yes because the guy never told her he didn't he disappeared no, she, from her when life when she comes back to yeah. town she finds out right. that like he's caring for the niece because the uh, the niece's parents die in a tragic accident. That's a big reveal. Like Again, because love interest can't have flaws unless it's a misunderstanding. Right, right. <laughs> really right. hammer that point home. De- uh, yeah, death. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way. But um, anyway, so these two are basically pitched to obviously fall in love because it's the only ending that's possible. But then the introduction of there's another guy, there's uh, there's another dream guy, or like a like a red herring guy that you think might may or may not swoop in, but he's like... Again, he's very corporate. He's very like straight laced, white collar. Like yeah, I'm building, right. I'm going around and I'm building. I'm doing business development. Yeah, uh, like building wanna, development. He's looking at yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. put your town on the You're map. You're such a Christmas town. Right. Like, yeah. Sell me your bookstore yeah. type yeah. situation. Yeah. But that's that's what turns him is that he, he becomes then to he's like I'm gonna bulldoze this place and yeah. make a strip and mall. There's like there's like one scene where like they're at the Christmas party. Like the business guy got the chance to like take over one of their Christmas parties. And I was like, this isn't it. This is like everything's so muted and white. Where's right. the Christmas joy? It's like, isn't that a metaphor? <laughs> yeah, I think it like it's definitely like they definitely frame the scene to be like the Christmas party to be like one of those modern where like the Christmas tree is white, the decorations are white, yeah. like it's one color, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> bring back the candy canes. Yeah, exactly. So this guy is ultimately the antagonist because he doesn't comprehend why people are so attached to tradition, and that is kind of the the battle of tradition versus the modernity thing. I don't know. The, it's the, so. The movie is so on the side of the tradition that it stumbles over itself to see where like tradition actually fucks up. Yeah, right. You true. Know? Where it comes to like the author later is like, why did you just like walk out on everything? Why didn't you tell me? He's like, uh, I wrote you a letter and I mailed it to your to your job. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's not fair to her. No, you right. Jerk. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, and oh, then... yeah, but it's like, but it's the Christmas way to write letters. It's like, yeah, but it's not the way to treat someone who have romantic interests and to just exactly. like, cut no. all ties and send yeah. them one letter. Yeah, like use yeah. a phone, you jackass. And it, and it. Like that's the thing. It's like, oh, like traditions, traditions. But it's like, no, because they don't. It doesn't work all the time. Right. And sometimes it's they have a to case change. By, it's case by case, right. dude. Like get right. with yeah. it. Like it's very. It's so staunch in this one position, and it's. So so uncompromising absolutely that it ends up hurting the movie as a whole well said absolutely well yeah said. it's just it's just weird that this the plot of this movie is like the corporation will not own this town in our traditions but it's a movie that is owned by a corporate media that right tries to monopolize traditions right, right. <laughs> yes the great irony no absolutely. but i definitely think that i want to hear from some other uh i want to hear from a couple of guests that we actually 
who, yeah. who, are, who are very yeah. well versed in the subject. We have some callers on the Holly line. Jelly, welcome. We have an we have an enthusiastic <laughs> uh, we have an enthusiastic couple of guests for you, and uh, we're gonna go switch it over to them right now. Okay, so do you guys want to tell us your name, where you're calling from, and also uh, give us a sense of your Hallmark movie name? Yeah, your Hallmark persona. Yes, hi, I'm Veronica. I'm calling from Small Town One, and my Hallmark name would be Noel Reith. <laughs> Welcome, Noel. Right. Happy to have you. And I am Rita. I'm also calling from small town number one. And my Hallmark persona is Holly Joy. All right. <laughs> yeah. Noelle and I just came back from the cookie crumble. It's the first snowfall of winter outside. We got some hot chocolate, some candy canes, told Santa what we wanted. Did you guys cut down your Christmas tree? Oh, no. We do that as a family. We haven't done that yet. You're running out of time. The, the magic ornaments. It's a big, it's a big. Are you sitting by a fire? Yes, chestnuts roasting. As expected. <laughs> um, how are you guys? Uh, how are you guys doing today? How's your uh, Hallmark viewing week going? It's going well. Good. Yeah. We've got a full schedule. It's been up since um, I think three weeks before Thanksgiving. We've got a lot. To- <laughs> yeah. We watched the premiere of the premieres, where they run through all of the um, Christmas movies that are going to be released for the season. And I think that I think you're right. I think that was right after Thanksgiving. Quite thrilling. Wow. Wait, wait. So like the the premiere, the premieres. All the commercials for the new premieres. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> it's the pre. It's like if you went to the movies, you would get the previews of the movies being released within you know six to eight months from now. Wow. Though I, I feel like it's like a Comic Con thing. You know, or like when Marvel like releases like their phase four schedule, it's like Hallmark releasing their schedule, just a hype machine. It's coming up. Yeah. Here's what's coming up this season. Um, Okay. So you guys clearly, uh, you guys clearly been doing your homework then. And I'm also currently wearing um, a t-shirt that says, this is my Hallmark watching shirt. Oh my God. (laughs) Wait, did you buy that from like a Hallmark store? I love it. I bought it off of like a interesting instagram ad that i, I never bought off of it, it took like three weeks for it to get there and it came it's a very odd material but i love it here i, I have a quick question would you be interested yeah. in buying like a hallmark card based on a hallmark original movie i guess probably are you picturing like a screenshot of or a, a what is it called um Still, a still from like a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like just kind of like it yeah. feeds back into the 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 cards. I think you're you know? tapping into a new. Industry. I think it's a new market That's that they a, haven't. Yeah. Like, you want a Christmas card from a Emmett years. from Small Town Christmas? Like. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do that in a couple weeks now. They're listening. Our phones are always listening. They're always oh my listening. God. <laughs> it's a real big I mean, company. You gotta watch out for. There's, yeah, there are a few like kings and queens of the Hallmark Channel. Absolutely. Um, and you know, one of my favorite, uh, Candace Kevin Bure. Yes. Oh. Yes. From full house. I know her, but she's in a lot of the Christmas movies too. Yes. Um, and she recently was in one within the past year or so, um, which feels like in Hallmark land, it was about 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> already a classic, um, already a classic. And she plays herself and her twin sister and the twin sisters switch places switched at christmas why not <laughs> this this what's this movie called switched at christmas i think it's i believe that's it's amazing switched. are you describing garfield a tale of two kitties <laughs> <laughs> switched at christmas i gotta look this up 
Yeah, right. 2017 film. Tw- wow. that, that's a recent. That's a recent development. Yeah. But that is like a. That's like 120 <laughs> movies ago. <laughs> If, it, if it's two years old, do the math, honestly. Yeah. 60 movies ago. Oh, God. So this, this year was a big year because, you know, after the trouble with Lori Laughlin, there was a whole, right. you know, who's going to be the new queen of Hallmark? Right. And, oh, man. I don't even think she was, she's been in that many Christmas movies, but she's generally been on, like, the channel. So then it was between, you know, Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls and DJ Tanner. There was, like... And then a few other... um. Full House cast members, oh, uh, yeah. Jody Sweeten has been on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, wow. Okay. And I feel, yeah, there was definitely a surge of new content coming through. But I feel that's the, that's the day and age, and um, they just released them one by one. It's a booming market. Do you guys have any, um, do you guys have anything in, in particular, any specific movies that you're really into this year? Like any ones that have struck, struck out to you? Like in terms of novelty, like they introduce a new wrench into the formula or they like they they twist it a little bit differently than you're usually used to that's a great question there's one that and i haven't been able to watch the ending so i've been not that i don't know how it'll end (laughs) because obviously you do right (laughs) right and i think it was pride prejudice and mistletoe is the name oh that's a great oh my god (laughs) wow please explain so it's Lacey chabert gretchen wieners from mean girls so immediately I'm like, okay, this is going to be a solid one. And I tossed it on after work one day as I was making dinner and I had to leave. So I couldn't watch the end, but it's essentially like using plot lines from Jane Austen's pride and prejudice. So they're, they, they're taking this tried and true plot line of like a real, you know, author and putting it into Hallmark, which blew my mind. But so I, I just, and I love that, you know, book. So I don't know how it ends, but basically, like, they've got, like, it's, I think that there's, it might have been, like, a prequel, I don't know, because there's also, like, Christmas at Pemberley, which is... Oh, yes, yes, I know that one. So, like, sometimes they'll, okay, good, sometimes they'll, like, bring in, you know, other movie or book plot lines, which I, which is kind of cool, but I saw that Chad Michael Murray was in one that oh, he's yes. in the <laughs> I don't know who that Chad is. Chad Michael he Murray of Hill. One Tree Hill fame. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, because I know you... you it's terrible. all coming together. <laughs> Full circle, like Hallmark. Of course, the guy who plays um, John Tucker must die. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. Metcalf. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure I, if I butcher his last name. I apologize, but I'm a big <laughs> fan. He's listening. He's he's listening. And well, I guess it's a little bit. It's an older one, but it was definitely one that I I like. It's very cute. It's like it's. It's a classic. It's a so classic. They, they replay it. What's it called? Um, so it's called Christmas Next Door. <laughs> okay. Wow. We're going. We're going back to the idea of the name generator. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really is. And so what happens is, is yeah. So the Jesse, who is the actor, he, uh, what's his name? Um, I think he. What's his name in the actual movie? But it doesn't really. No, I think his oh it's Chase. So it's Chase and he is a um big like writer. Um As they always are. As they always are. Perpetual bachelor. Exactly. He doesn't have a he has his house and his house is like like futuristic, like it's all grey and metal. Like all the furniture is looks super uncomfortable to sit on. Like everything is chrome in the future. Yeah, for real. Like it's exactly that. He basically 
writes books like I think they're for bachelors like the bachelor life and stuff and so his editor is like you know you kind of keep writing the same thing he's like you kind of have like writer's block and like they're like maybe you should try something different and he so then he's stumped because he's like that's all I know (laughs) (laughs) he goes back to his chrome house and then there's always there's this like he's like Christmas ornaments or on like Christmas ornaments like go out and it's like this statue of Santa and he keeps going over to his neighbor's house and he's like would you please keep your Christmas gear off my lawn and then it's this like this girl comes out and of course she's like a violinist and she you know they I think they might have known each other for growing up I don't no, really no, remember just neighbors okay they're just neighbors Christmas next door <laughs> Christmas next door <laughs> and so her house is like has every decoration you could ever imagine for Christmas. Oh, and, that dichotomy. Like, yeah, that big dichotomy. Visually, yeah, yeah. visually right. and otherwise. Right. Mm-hmm. When you watch like anyone's house on this channel, the amount of garland on like it's on everything. <laughs> every, like, possible, every, you know, the couch is green, so the carpet's red. Oh yeah. Oh my god. But, but yeah, so he meets this girl, and then he his his mother pretends to be sick, which he doesn't know. Only the audience knows. What the heck? And, his, he has to babysit his niece and nephew, whose parents are also snowed in um, on their own, like, vacation they took, like, the week before Christmas. So he takes these kids in, and he takes them Christmas tree shopping, and he basically, they, and then he invites the neighbor over, and they decorate the whole house. So now it's, like, warm, and his bachelor friends are, like, playing poker with him one night, and they're like, dude, what are you doing making cookies? And there's milk in the fridge? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> working but of course she's a violinist waiting for an audition and he's a writer on writer's block so they have all the time in the world to do every single christmas activity you could possibly imagine which is a big trope of hallmark they have yeah absolutely right they have all the time in the world to do every single possible cliche you could think of yeah that is i feel like it gives you experience of doing it without doing all the work it's like oh cool (laughs) i feel like i went ice skating but i'm not cold (laughs) like i feel like i made a gingerbread house but i don't have to clean it up after like Great. I see a thread here too. So you said that in the that movie, the guy is babysitting his niece and nephew. Similarly, in a small town Christmas, he does he have custody or he he, he has custody, custody, has custody of his niece because the parents are dead. The parents died, yeah. and so you don't. I haven't seen on Hallmark families a lot. Like I, I don't see like a movie with like a mom, dad, and kids. You see a movie; it's a love story, but then they involve children by having, like, the man, you know, like have custody of his niece and nephew because the parents yeah. tragically died. It's it's because it shows that he's like a good parent and a father figure without showing that like he fucked around. Like he right. doesn't compromise like what's considered like traditional m- morality. Right, Ooh. right. You know, it's like, right. oh, he's a good guy, but it's not like he. Do- he's like, we can't have our main character like have a divorce because like, yeah, exactly. That, right, get upset like the the traditional like, or, or have a family, but yeah. it's like a fucked up family. Or like something you can't like have that. that. It has to be so wholesome, right? You know, that's a good point because if he has a past, it's an ex girlfriend, or like they would have gotten married, but yeah. then they didn't eye to eye, and of course, like the ex girlfriend or boyfriend went to go to the big yeah. city. You know, obviously we've got the male and female stereotypes going on rampage on this, but you know, and it's not necessarily something that I look past. You just have to like acknowledge that they're there. And like, you know, there's always like the, you know, you're saying like the corporate kind of character, typically 
I don't know. I, I'd say even maybe it's like an equal male and female for like the corporate side of things, but they're like, it has this harsh tone and they have to be like softened by the hometown, you know, character who's more like involved with family and like, right. the, like feminine sense. And that's seen as like the positive, but then like, usually it's like the characters have to like change the other person. Like they're too, you know, and it's kind of, you know, some of the plot lines where like the um, character ends up giving up their job to move back home. You're like, uh, did you have to quit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> her friends are like, why would you ever want to do a cookie crumble? That's so stupid. Like, you could be coming back to New York and, you know, do more business. Like, there's no alternative. If you're in the city, you're doing business. You're, there's no... <laughs> there's no creative jobs in the city. Yeah, just business. Oh, no. It's, um, it's corporate. And that's what you were talking about before. As I mentioned, like, it's, it's very much corporate is corporations are, are evil. Like, Show me the evil. numbers. I don't have time for your Christmas tradition. Yeah, I feel like you could still, like, run a bookstore in a big city. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. you can't. No, uh-uh. Not, not no, on no, Hallmark. No. no, it almost, it it sort of idealizes a different era. If you try to look at it historically. Oh, it romanticizes, like, It romanticizes, like, 60s, 70s. No, maybe not 70s, like, 50s, 60s before then. Like, Business in the small town, thriving in the small town, working in the small town. The do- What doctors give house visits? Doctors do not give house visits in 2019. <laughs> so only in a Hallmark movie would that happen. Do you guys have any? Uh, do you guys have any closing statements for uh, any? You want to give one last shout out to your to your favorites or your must watches? Yeah, I have a couple Candace Cameron Bure good ones. So she does a Christmas detour, which I was like a couple years ago. And I, I have to say, that was like an actual, like, real decent movie to, like, sit down and watch. Um, but again, I'm biased. But <laughs> um, so she gets detoured from her plans for Christmas, and she's got this horrible as we were saying, like, business-heavy boyfriend, and they're supposed to get married, and she's got this list of qualities of what the best man is supposed to be, and it's like a vision board of some sorts, which is like... Oh. No, well, like, one has that. But, um, you know, that gets... She gets derailed from that, and I won't give anything away for the listeners if they, you know, go home and watch this, but um, she finds out what's really important on that list, you know. And then another one... um, Christmas Under Wraps is also a DJ Tanner. And she, <laughs> it's the big, the big um, city doctor, and she, I can't remember if maybe she lost her job and decides to go. I don't know how she ends up at this town, I forget. But it's the small town where she's the new doctor in town, and it's like, you know, everyone knows everybody, and she, you know, ends up, you know, falling for somebody in the town, and they're, I think he's, I want to say, like, a construction guy, like, something like that, but that's, that's a pretty good movie. and then, uh, what's her name, Winnie Cooper from, um, oh, what's, oh, I um, want to say Happy Days, and I know that's wrong, um, it's one, Winnie Cooper, do you guys know, uh, no, The Wonder Years, uh, I'm looking like a part of it, yeah, part of it, she's in a lot of, um, the movie, so she's got a Christmas dream, coming home for Christmas. Danica, Danica May McKellar, and that's another. You know, she's obviously a nod to a, another generation who watched The Wonder Years, and now they can watch Winnie Cooper just fall in love over and over again. And, change. <laughs> and who wouldn't want to watch her do that? 
yeah and she always you know brings the it's like a scrooge type of character into you know the heart grows and now they love christmas and now they're a good person and the grandmother usually like loves her and makes the nephew like what are you doing like go after her (laughs) (laughs) it's christmas damn it what are you yeah you're ruining it it only comes once a year but conclusion i guess i don't know we we just we love watching it and i think we as a group came to a good acknowledgement of it's like the feeling of the movie versus the quality of, of right. yeah absolutely, absolutely. Right. Yep. for real though it is yeah i mean i think we talked what we were talking about before too like you know you kind of know the plot in the first three minutes of the movie the the title's a dead giveaway but at the end of the day it is like very sweet to watch something where you kind of you have a good feeling about it yeah it's very much kind of like wraps up what a, a christmas type of feeling like you want to come home and you want to have that type of small town feel with family and yeah it's sweet to fall see it's sweet to see someone fall in love yeah. i'm all for oh yeah good. yeah always good to see i have I'm a question before before we close up i have a question do you yeah. watch hallmark all throughout the year or just around christmas because they do this for every holiday, it and seems. because Austin is an avid Hallmark I'm fan, a... and the other four, se- or the other three of the seasons, yeah. <laughs> Valentine's so, Day, anyone? Wait, okay. So what? What's your what are your favorite seasons then? So I've seen like in passing. I haven't sat down. I know because my mother yeah. watches all of them, but I know oh, the okay. Valentine's Day one's a very big deal. And then like they have a weddings, like a summer weddings thing. Yes. They also have like a fourth of. The Fourth of July one. It's like every holiday is a major, like, um, opportunity to make film to make would, forty plus films. I would be films. interested in Fourth of July ones. Yeah, now, I'm very interested here, in that. They Great do holiday. have Christmas in July, which is a whole other podcast. Oh, you could make a whole just podcast series entitled on I think we're but... gonna have to revisit a different season. <laughs> we're gonna have to we're we're gonna have to revisit a different season, but I also think that we could make a spin off podcast with just about Hallmark. Oh, just absolutely, about Hallmark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is our second episode of five. That's already like forty percent right. yeah, yes. of the series is just Hallmark. <laughs> Thank you so much guys. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for weighing yeah, in thanks. and giving us your uh, giving us your two cents on your favorite season. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for Happy holidays. Yeah, we would love to have you back for another Hallmark season. All right, you tell us which one, and we will be there. Oh, man, looking forward to it. Amazing, yeah. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys. That was fun. All right, so now we're each bringing a different movie to the table. Mine happens to be Hallmark, but theirs are both on Netflix. Yes, mine mine is kind of like Hallmark, but... Hallmark Light on Netflix. Yeah. Yes. And mine's mine's, uh, what I would say... Is the next evolution of the Christmas canon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. A whole new classic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. John, you're first. Um, so the the one that I have in mind is a fan favorite. Um, I think it's been it's been trending recently. I I know a lot of people who have really been super invested in this. This is a, now a trilogy, but it started as one. Christmas Prince. Um, I mentioned it a couple episodes ago. I don't know if you guys recall. I think so. Yeah. Um, but that is very. Um, it's very Hallmarkish, even though it's a Netflix original. Um, it's very like Netflix trying to step on Hallmark's right. turf, like yeah. kind of like I bet, yeah. here's our here's our really stupid cliche version of a Hallmark <laughs> movie. But the beauty of that is that Netflix can now enter that market and have like a basically a wide open like release schedule. They're not confined to just um, 
with network television, you have a cycle, like a seasonal yeah. cycle. Like they right. only air stuff around a certain time. Yeah. Right. Netflix, you can watch Christmas Prince whenever the hell you want. True. Um, True. So Just if you're there. if you're into that like streaming idea of things, you can watch that. Um, you have all access. But this is a movie that's very Hallmarkian in the sense that it deals with a journalist. She travels the world. She covers international news. Um, there's an Eastern European country. It's having like a problem with succession. It's a very like m- monarchical, <laughs> monarchical system. Yikes. And um, it's, it just appeals to that fantasy element of like wanting to be a princess. And it's just like, mm. she goes over, she covers the story. The prince is like, <laughs> the prince is literally Prince Charming because he can't have flaws because he's like a fucking Hallmark protagonist. A geopolitical <laughs> Christmas. A geopolitical <laughs> Christmas. That's also somehow rooted in like the uh, sort of like Kate Middleton era back when she was kind of like just becoming like a star, like right. a media right. sensation. Right. She's like right. the new- A celeb, um, royal the celeb. New, yeah, the, 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 exactly. The, the interest in the royal family right. started back up. And this is like, 2015 16 i'm thinking yeah um, yeah around yeah, the time that this yeah, movie yeah. came out 15 so it i mean it, it's got a lot going on for it but i mean it has all the trappings of a hallmark movie you get all the aesthetic value that you're looking for in a hallmark movie but it also has like that really like high fantasy element of like let me just run away and go like and just right. take a plane and hop on and then like i will cover the story we will fall in love it probably won't work out because i have to go back to new york but wait he'll come after me because he's the prince of Aldovia or whatever the hell the country's called. He's like, it's made a very Germanic country. Yes. yes a, a made up Eastern European country, but they ultimately, uh, he comes to find her in the big city and everything works out because it has to have a happy ever after. That's ending. Yeah. That, and that sounds Hallmark. It's, it's, it's paint by numbers. It's Hallmarkian, but it yeah. has a bunch of different, it's, it's, it's more relevant, I think for like uh, the, good. the interests of, um, people who are into like following, I don't know the world stage. Yeah. Like right. you said, it's a geopolitical right. Christmas. Right. 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 That's mine. Go ahead. Yours. Yours. Okay, up I'm next. up. Uh, yep. So I watched a, another Hallmark mo- movie from this year called Christmas in Rome. Ooh. And so we're as many, 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 many Hallmark films are set in a nondescript small town. This one is actually set in it's set in Rome. Never it's heard of it. Title indicates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Not too big of a place. So what happens is there's this American tour guide who leads, you know, guests around the city. She's a tour guide. You know, that's what she does for a living. She loses her job. She's played by Lacey Chabert of Mean Girls, uh, Gretchen Wiener of Mean Girls, if anyone knows. Oh, we know. We've yes, just, we just yes, covered yeah, them at length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, at the same time, we have this big American businessman, New York guy, corporate values, New York values, as our president would say, he is, <laughs> um, he has a business trip in Rome. So it's like the day, a couple days before Christmas, he flies to Rome, gets lost on the street because he's looking at his cell phone, like almost gets hit by a Vespa or something like that. <laughs> who sees him but the tour guide who had just lost her job and said, oh, where are you going? He's asking for directions, but town people are like, don't understand you. Sorry, I can't help. She's like, wait, I'm American. I can help you. So he, um, she's asked where he's going. Yep, she leads him there, but through a very scenic route. He's looking for the fastest way. Get me there. You know, I don't care what I see along the way. She's like, no, no, no. Let me take you along this route. I'll show you the real road. I'll show you the real. <laughs> right, right, right. As if there is right. such a thing. <laughs> and basically how it ends is that they fall in love. That's, you know, it's a love story. Any Hallmark movie, that's Obviously. how it goes. Um, they're very different at the outset of it. But ultimately, 
she gets to keep her job at the travel agency and he moves to Rome. So it's a happy ending. And we have this destination city as the backdrop, which is, I think, I think Hallmark's expanding into that. Like there was something um, I just read when I was looking up on their Wikipedia page, their win- winter fest is the next Hallmark season after <laughs> Christmas. And it was like, winter in iceland or something like wow. that so i think they're is hallmark going tour agency I th- <laughs> like travel agency I, I think hallmark is uh taking on a global presence yeah. owen go ahead let's hear it from nice the, nice job by the way thank you, like thank that, you. Yeah. from the creator of despicable me <laughs> comes a gritty origin movie about santa that takes out a lot of the magical charm now that I've dug myself into this weird fucking hole, um, <laughs> let me just say that this movie, to me at least, like functions as like the purest form of what Christmas is. Almost like an antidote to what these movies I've been talking about. Um, I'll just say off the bat, I cried like four times watching this movie. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah, impressive even for me. But like, it's just, it's so beautiful and it's so like genuine about like its message about like I, the heart I don't even want to say what it is but it's just like it's it's talking about the origins of the of what Christmas is but at the heart of it it's not really almost about like all the iconography it's about like the meaning behind that and what mm. that like can do for the people around you and how it like the change it brings um that's all I want to say about it but it's like you would like again like you can pitch it as something that that just sounds like awful like oh a Netflix original the animation's weird why is it have like why is it an old time setting with like modern comedy and music but really, like I swear to God, it is like up there with the classics, and I highly recommend Good you guys to know. Check it out. You have been raving yeah, about it. Yeah, I have been it, raving so about it. I'll need, to, I'll need to give it a watch. And the name of this movie is is Klaus mm-hmm. or Claus. That's K L A U S. Claus. It's a Netflix yeah. original, Netflix animated. Animated. There you go. And the really cool thing about it, if you look up, look it up, the director of it, I think he's Spanish, and the whole production was in like Madrid. Um, it's like we're taking 2D animation where it left off. So it's like it's not a 3D animated film. It has 3D aspects to it, but at its heart, it's still like that traditional like 2D animation, mm. and it brings it into like this decade. Nice. Yeah. Great. So really, uh, getting back to the wholesome roots of yeah. uh, what it's like. Called? If you go back, I was talking about like how these Hallmark movies don't really like challenge the traditions of Christmas. Like this movie does, mm. and I think it's in it. In it, at the end, it stands by it, but it does challenge it. And it shows like what, the good of change and how that like can really change a person at their core. Right. I I really highly recommend you check it out. So that's that's it for us. We've we've hoped that you've enjoyed our roundabout discussion. Mm-hmm. This this slapping a nice bow on our yeah. I can't believe that whole bit. <laughs> I hated it so much. Uh, Christmas uh, cringe. Uh, Christmas cringe. Christmas but, cringe um, goal. <laughs> Thank you guys uh, for tuning in today. Uh, shout out to our guests. Huge, yeah. huge thank you to you yeah. guys. Um, and uh, we hope to see you in the next episode. We'll uh, see you in the new year. We'll see you in the decade. new We'll see the next decade. Oh my God. Are we actually going to be those people who start the next podcast with, we haven't recorded since last year. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, I hope that doesn't become us. I really hope. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, that's it for us. Have a great, uh, have a great holiday, you guys. Uh, Merry Christmas. And we'll see you next time.